There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. It's easy to find at UglyTruth.com. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content, so this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com. It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. <coughs> oh, God, it makes me sick right now. And Paula. We have to stop talking about this. I'm just sounding dumber by the minute. This is not okay. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome, welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 33. Any other uh, bodily functions you'd like to get out of your system before we begin? Hey, (laughs) I just did a little cough and a little bit of a snort. Yeah, let's clarify. I'm a little stuffy. Yeah, no no weird secretions anywhere other than the nose and the cough. You didn't have to throw in the word secretions. That's just getting a little graphic. I don't know what to call it. Oh, it's true. No, it's true. That is so much better than last week. Yay! You're almost, you're almost healthy. I'm, I'm so almost excited. Re-uggered. No, that doesn't work. Recovered. That's gross. Don't, don't say know. that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> quickly, before we move on to our little uh, talking points. Okay. So uh, my daughter, my 17-year-old, she's a senior. She um, hurt her leg um, playing water polo. She's going to be fine. She'll be back to normal probably in a few days, maybe a week. But she's all good. Anyway, she's suddenly single. She's been single for a while, but the boy that she was dating for a while, the one you didn't like very much, mm-hmm. well, uh, he's still mo- don't like, but go ahead. He's moved on to another girl. And so this has given her closure. And Aww, so now it's I didn't know she was still grieving. Oh yeah, she was she's been grieving for a while, but now okay. it's it's done and over. We had the big dramatic you know, uh, uh, recognition that it was over last weekend. We did the whole crying, the sadness, Aww, whatever. That's so but sad. she's, but she's past it now because okay. you know she recognizes that it's over, which is great. So of course the boys have been literally crawling out of the woodwork oh, ever since. I wish that because was she's, my problem. Go ahead. I know, right? So anyway, she, um, there's this one boy who is very, very nice, and thank God taller than her, which, you know. Well at, well, at her age, I mean, some have still not hit puberty, kind of like her last boyfriend. And so they're still short and skinny, but they have facial hair. So Right. So um, this boy um, has been courting her and like traditionally courting her. Like he tells her how pretty she is, how, you know, he, he can't, you know, he's excited. He can't wait to take her out on a date. And he, okay. he went to her went to her polo game and he introduced himself to me. And well, that was brave. You know what? He's is his um, last his... name Duggar by any chance? No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Well, no. when you say courting, I'm like, what is he? Does he wear like white polos and khakis and like giant no, tennis no. shoes? He's he's not like that at all. He's a really good kid, and he's um he's really into bodybuilding. So he's got a nice bod. God, and he's tall, and he's really healthy, and 
So, and he thinks Mackenzie's just the most beautiful girl he's ever seen. Did she and meet so him cute. in the vegetarian club? No, he, oh no, he's super hardcore. He eats meat. Oh. Oh yeah, he's not, he's not a vegetarian whatsoever. A small fork in the road, but. Yeah, right. Hey, you never know. Maybe he'll get her to eat meat again. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you really just say that? Hey, we're t- I'm talking about a child. <laughs> you're talking about a 17-year-old. You're like, hey, maybe he'll get her to eat meat again. I'm like, I bet you I bet you he's hoping so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That was terrible. Just don't tell her things like that. Just be like, well, I can't wait for I him to say Maybe anything. he'll take her out for a protein shake. No, don't say that either. Jesus. Oh, my God. It's worse. Oh my what God. am I saying? See, Stop. you're not helping. You are not helping. Because I'm in ugly whatsoever. truth mode. This is why I didn't right. write any children's stories. My point is, is he came over this evening. Oh. And he just left. He was here. Does it still smell like Axe in the living room? Or He did not wear any Axe, but he did <laughs> remove his shoes to be respectful. Ew! God, you're like, so you're, like that's almost disrespectful. <laughs> I'm like, we're not Japanese. You don't have to do that. But he was very, he was very nice. You're a teenage boy. I would appreciate it if you didn't take your <laughs> shoes off. And he rode his bike over too. So. Oh God, <laughs> jeez. He's a clean boy. He he did not have any odors emitting. Are you kidding? He probably double scrubbed just so that he didn't have any odors whatsoever coming to our home. Jesus. But okay. Anyway, so, so they sat on the couch watching tv and what what have you but i just thought it was really because daryl we heard the door knock and daryl looks at me he's like there's a boy in my house (laughs) (laughs) like i know god and inadvertently i always start sharpening knives whenever boys come over i don't think you should have been chopping carrots so anyway i'm just i'm just really glad to see that she's moved on from the little putts and has moved on to yet another little boy. And I said, listen, I go, we're not marrying this one, right? This is, We're not going to have the long, big, dramatic battles about how this is the one, right? right. Because we, we went don't through that do last that. year. Yeah. Girls are so dramatic, though, at this age. They think that well, every boy is the boy. And they're never the boy. Well, so. of course they think that. Otherwise, they wouldn't, you know, get together with these people. If they just thought, eh, you'll right. do for now. She has plenty of time to do that in her 30s or 20s. Nope. <laughs> So speaking of boys, Daryl, last week we were supposed to have the big UFC party. And I think we talked about this. We basically had to cancel the UFC party because Daryl's brother's getting married and one of his buddies did an impromptu bachelor party up to to Lake Tahoe. (laughs) Yeah. So they all went up. What? No, I'm just laughing because I was at your house when all this was transpiring and it was funny. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were there. Because you and I got together anyway and we decided to watch the fight and a couple of the girlfriends came over. The fiance. Yes, yeah, my the fiance future sister-in-law and, her, and her friend. Um, and our friend. And so, um, but what was funny is it was somewhat early in the evening. It wasn't even like it was late. I mean, I think no. they posted a picture on Facebook of like all the boys and it was like seven. And I'm like, well, it's kind of early, I guess, yes. to be, you know, heading out, but whatever. Well, uh, Daryl had driven up with an, a friend of his. They left at like noon. Mm-hmm. And they got there around one thirty or 2. They, they made great time and immediately started to drink. At 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. And so when we got the text message, well, the the friend that was there, her boyfriend's the one that threw the bachelor party. So she got a text message from her boyfriend at 11.15-ish, mm-hmm. 11.15, saying, well, this has been kind of a bust. Uh, Daryl's already passed out in the hotel room, <laughs> and the rest of us are just sitting here like comatose. And I'm thinking, what? So I texted Daryl, hey, how you doing? 
It took, I think, what did it take, 20, 30 minutes for him to respond with a it was, hi? It was not right away, yeah. It was not. And so then I get this incredibly unusual texting, like he had put his face, like he was talking with his cheek. It kind of, yeah, or like, you know, when your kids start using your computer and it's like, JKZLO, blah, 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 you know, it kind of like someone laid on the keyboard. So you showed me the text and I'm like, was he like half typing and then passed out and just laid his face on the keyboard and then hit send? The next morning, around 7 o'clock in the morning, I get this, well, as you may have figured out last night, I was somewhat blacked out when I responded to your text message. I was sleeping on the floor. Well, I remember oh. reading part of the reply, and you and you said, what? And then he just replied, MC. I'm like, MC? MC? And we were looking like, what does MC stand for? I'm like, McDonald's? Mary Charlie I mean I don't know I'm like what's MC I'm thinking it was like a secret code between the two of you and no yeah it's a Daryl is incredibly drunk and blacked out and has no idea what he's saying (laughs) until he looked back this morning and saw well I have no idea what this means and he's like I apologize for not saying goodnight to you. That is <laughs> so funny. That was so fu- Yeah. And I so, know. and he, well, I thought what he told the guys originally was, I'm going to go to the hotel and crash for a little bit. And then I'll come and meet up with you guys a little later. Because he, like you said, they started drinking pretty early on. And he was really tired, had, you know, an early day. Um, right. And so he was kind of feeling like a weenus though like I can't be ready to pass <laughs> out right now so I'm such an you know, old man. I, I, let me sleep it off a little bit and then you know right. get back to it and he never <laughs> he never made it he never made it and then a couple of hours later they ended up there so when he woke up there were guys sleeping everywhere snoring away and he's like I just want to go home know, he just God. wanted to go home so bad he told me that his brother woke him up at some point in the middle of the night and offered him some coconut water and a prescription strength Advil or uh, ibuprofen friend whoa and he grabbed the the coconut water he's like this shit is disgusting i it's, don't want to drink he goes drink it it's not great but it's good for hangovers <laughs> it is and so he took it he goes i didn't have a hangover he goes but i had already thrown up by then so oh my god he nothing. threw up oh yeah god twice. i ugh. he was so ill i but would you know rather there's nothing worse than throwing up so from terrible. being drunk like it is so violent and it burns so bad. One time I had to go to, when I worked for an agency in LA, I was the um, promotions director and we went to Vegas to meet with all the media there. And we were staying in a hotel, you know, one of the nicer hotels and we all had our own little room. Well, the rep that I was with, she was our client and um, she wanted to go out and have some beverages. Well, you kind of have to do what the client wants to right. do. So we went to a little bar in this hotel and we were drinking copious amounts of alcohol. And I am not um, – I I can drink alcohol and I am totally good and I can party for a really long time. But I cannot drink a lot of it. I, I really can't. And so you kind of nurse your drinks. You don't. I Well, I just I'm not going to pound a bunch of beverages all in a row. I just mm-hmm. I don't find it fun because then I'm just shit faced. And then ultimately I get sick and I have to yeah. go to bed and mm-hmm. I don't like that. So anyway, the client we were with, she was I can only assume an alcoholic and was drinking copious amounts of alcohol, like I said. Mm-hmm. And we finally said, you know what? It's like 11 or 12 o'clock at night and we have an 8 a.m. Oh my we gosh. Need, we need to get going. And so we stop and she's like, oh no, here, take this 20 or take this $10 bill and play these slots. And so I played, I made, I like immediately won 80 bucks just like right off the gate. Neat. So 
she ultimately um, passed out in the middle of the lobby. <gasps> and me and my boss had to literally carry her to her hotel room. How embarrassing. Right? You would think. You would think she'd be embarrassed. Was the next morning she was all chipper and bright? She was fine. That's what I couldn't believe. She probably she had a totally Bloody Mary okay. for breakfast. <laughs> Maybe. So I get to my hotel and it's like 1230, almost 1 a.m. I've got six hours or so before I've got to be stellar and stunning and went wonderful and ready to go. I threw up so much. Oh, God. And I'm and I'm like, I have never puked so much in a hotel room in my life. I wanted to die. And I woke up the next morning. I thought, how how is anybody doing this? I don't even know. It I came down and I looked like I'd been hit by a car. Like did it you feel terrible. like all like kind of sweaty and it was like... awful. I felt like I had the flu even though I didn't. I know. And I had to go. Before. And then of course, you know, when when you're on business, you have a breakfast meeting, you have a lunch meeting, you have a dinner meeting. So there's there's and no you, like, yeah, stopping there's for no a, rest. Stopping for a nap or something. Nothing. And I was in the car, we were on our way and it was really far away off the strip and I'm sitting there going, I just cannot wait. Can we please roll down the windows? Can we like I just can need we a just, little bit of air? <laughs> can I just get some air, please? <laughs> just a little bit of air. Have can you ever been water? so drunk where you know you're gonna throw up, but it just won't happen? So you like make yourself. I'm doing this. <sighs> See, usually my face is in the okay. toilet, and I'm like. I keep <laughs> spitting, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know I'm like, I this do. is it, and I'm like, Ugh, and I try, I'm like, Ugh, and I try and make myself, but yes. it won't go. I'm like, damn it! So eventually, I'll wind up like jabbing my finger down my throat. You know what? You know what I do? In all honesty, this is what I do when I'm in that situation where my body is not prepared to let go of the alcohol, <laughs> and I really need it to happen. Right? Is I? <laughs> you stick a toothbrush in your throat? No, no, no. I don't have to do that. I'm way more mental than that. I um, have my head in the toilet. Oh, I this is what I'll do. Oh, what? What do you think I'm gonna do? No, like, I'm laughing because I sometimes I'm guessing what you're gonna say, and I'm almost positive I do the same thing. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. Let me say it. Don't. You always take my. You no, always take the joke. I'm not saying. Shut up. Is I'll sit there and. Um, I'll do one of two things. If it's really bad, I will take the, the, the lid that the girls sit on and I'll lift it. So I'm only on the rim where the guys pee. And I will put a towel because I know that there's urine probably there. But I will start to either take a deep breath through my nose and I will look around under the rim of the toilet. You start looking at the contents of I do. the toilet wall. That's what I was going to say. I'll try and like look under the rim for like a diarrhea splash or something. I will look for any... <laughs> I will look for any remnant of, of fecal or urinary matter. Or try and get like a whiff of pee. Anything to make me be completely disgusted with the fact that my head is in the toilet where most people's asses are. We can't be the and, only people that do that. Well, whatever works, man, because I'm not putting my finger in my mouth. Okay, so sometimes I'll do that. I don't have to do that. Like, because when I'm down there and all gross and everything, like, yeah. that's almost part of the mental game is like, I'm almost positive my hands are dirty. And so just oh, yeah. like oh! knowing that I'm putting it down my throat, almost yeah. like it's like oh, 50% gag reflex, 50% like oh, how filthy and dirty are my hands and my face is in a toilet. Like, <laughs> right? Oh, She's sick right now. So that's my method. But I also like you will look for a wayward diarrhea splash or. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Stop it. Mold. <laughs> Anything. Or, well, or there's no mold. Could, well, I mean, I'm just saying like. If the toilet's not clean. Toilets, God forbid. 
old yes. toilets might have like mold under the rim or poo. Right. Moldy poo. I don't know. <sighs> All right. I, I can't. We're going right. to have to. Well, anyway, my point is, is that's what I have to do if if I'm trying to hasten <laughs> the vomiting so that I can move on to the blackout period. <laughs> I know. How pathetic. Oh, my no. God. I, I'm you know what? I'm positive we're not the only ones because I mean, how many oh, people God, have no. had to st- who just sticks their face in a toilet and doesn't like take notice of their surroundings? Oh, God. Have you what? Tell me. Have what? you ever seen like a hair or something on the? Oh yes! I was just gonna say it's that almost will, like an instant vomiter. That will push me over the edge. I'll I, lean down I, and I'll see a pube. I'm like, <laughs> I just well, projectile like poltergeist. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if if I see a pubic hair, I know it ain't mine. <laughs> well, oh, because God. it's just not. And so well, it's not like I'm puking. Well, no, well, I, you know what? No, that's what makes it worse. That's what it's I'm not, saying is it's not, I'm not my usually home. Hair. I'm not usually home when I'm like oh, this. Oh, I see what you're saying. When see, I've I'm been this violently ill. No, no. I'm thinking, no. Where where are you throwing up where there's random people? Well, that's what hairs. I'm saying is, is that I have thrown up at bars before in <gasps> our bathroom. Paula Marie. Do you mean this was so long ago? Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever thrown up in a bar. Wait. Maybe I have. I'm sure everyone no. has, but no, I can't remember. This is why. Oh I my don't god, drink. bar toilets! I can't. That's like you might as well be in like Ethiopia, <laughs> That's right. like in the river, like in a freaking porta potty, or like. Oh god. god! Oh my god, porta potty! I remember one time I, I had don't... a shoe on, and I think my shoe accidentally came off in a porta potty, and I thought I was going to have to like burn my. I would have just off. thrown it away. I don't know. I mean, it just like thrown my foot away. I, no. no, the shoe. No, when I took the kids to the fair, we used a porta potty, and I'm like, we uh, when I opened the door, I'm like, don't touch anything. Like, don't breathe. Like, don't touch anything. Don't I'm touch. like, everything. Even the air is not safe to breathe in there. Like you think, you know, we were walking into a gas chamber or something. And it I is so bad. Porta potties are just so terrible. No I matter where you go, know. I've seen them try to dress them up, but it's like, look, it's a porta potty. You can make, you can put pretend wood paneling on the side. It's still a porta potty. Well, I just can't figure out like how do they go so far down? Like, are they in holes or? No, I just think they're higher up than we think. I mean, think about how many stairs you have to climb to get into one. You know what oh, I mean? and the toilet's like even raised above that. Ew. That's a good five feet. I mean, you know what? I whoever has to dump those, they don't make enough money. You know, I just want to change the. They simply no, I can't. How did we go from vomit to porta potties? I did not anticipate a vomit poo discussion tonight. That was not on the <laughs> menu, and so well, it, since we're in that nether regions, we should probably discuss this southern region. We can, yeah, definitely segue into okay. Um, I don't know what the dude's name is, but it's the it's the it's the man who created or in, uh, invented or whatever Viagra. He has created a new product. It's called a penis. It's a penis spray for men who have premature ejaculation issues. It's called Tempe. <laughs> Tempe or temp. I don't even know what what the point of that is. I don't know. I didn't look up Maybe the meaning it's like of Tempe. Temp- temporary temporarily. Mm-hmm temporarily keeps you from you know being embarrassing in bed i don't even know but it's it's a penis spray that you spray on your member what does it say quivering mass of member quivering member well that wasn't the actual like you know that wasn't the instructions or the the ingredients menu that was the the article that we found they don't say spray the mist on your quivering member I don't know. When you told me about it, it made me think of like Banaka spray or something like that. I don't me know. Me too. I thought or like or like Bactine or right. something where you spray it on there like a mist. Like do you just spray it on the penis or do you like spray it in the hole? Because I'm thinking, ow, that would really hurt. 
no, you spray it on your penis, and then apparently what it does, you know, it's just like all those other things. Any numbing. The, the numbing gels or whatever. But this is a spray. Apparently, though, it's like, you know, something new and wonderful that's not like the crap that you can buy at some sex store or It online. must be like a lidocaine spray that maybe it's, it's super absorbent and it doesn't transfer. So I don't know. But I'm just thinking, like, if that's your issue, that you're a premature ejaculator, I'm thinking, okay, so... Holding your penis and spraying something on there, I'm like, can right. it even handle that? Like, can you? Well, I don't know. I don't even know because I don't even know what that. I don't. Oh. Even, I've never been with somebody who had that issue, so I don't really know. But what I what I was thinking when I read well, I this have. article, <laughs> I know you have. When I was reading this article about the spray, all I kept thinking is, okay, it's a numbing agent. Even you know, first of all, the skin is not so absorbent that you can spray something and then it will like. <laughs> you know suck it up and you well, know do its job skin it's not very porous right? poor sick little penis poor thing. i just i don't know i mean that must be what a terrible conundrum to be in to be with somebody or have a penis that can't seem to like i said i dated properly. someone to where literally moments after hitting the pavement it was over moment after hitting the pavement it was over poor trey mcdougall I don't know that if it was even a physical thing or if it's a mental thing because, I mean, what if you bought mm-hmm. all these numbing agency sprays, you know, whatever. You can't rely on that forever. Well, right? I'm just thinking, like, how numb would you have to be? Like, what would be the point after What's a the while? Point? Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't feel anything, but hey, It's like having sex with an epidural. Like, it I don't, just... I'm, it makes me sad. I feel sorry for men that have that issue and I feel sorry for women who love men who have that issue because, you know, if you don't like the dude and he's got the problem, you're like, bye. But if you love the guy and you're dealing with this issue, what a pain in the ass. What an ultimate pain in the ass. I mean, he better be good at oral. That's all. No, I think that they should go to a doctor and, you know, just assess if there's anything psychological. And if there isn't, then... True. You know, maybe they just... Like, I think I have done research on this before, and I think they encourage men to masturbate more frequently to kind of yeah. try and like you know train themselves to last just build, longer. build up a tolerance right you know and plus i mean if you are jerking off once or twice a day or something like that oh my god you know just like anything it would take some more time before it would you know i would think bust yeah. again who knows i guess i don't i don't know that much about the organ as much as i thought i did well i am positive our male listeners are very girthy well, Viral, staminated, long, long-standing, no problem, gentlemen. So you don't need penis spray or Viagra or any of that nonsense. And you wives yes. and girlfriends out there or boyfriends. You don't, under- you don't even know what we're talking about because you've never had that problem. You are satisfied. <laughs> Daryl asked me the other day. He's like, so have you bought your bullet yet? <laughs> I'm, I'm going like, to buy no. mine on Amazon. I'm going to buy mine, too. Well, yes, I am going to buy one, actually. But um, I haven't had one in a long time. But when we had that discussion, I'm like, why the hell don't I have a bullet? I need one. I I always had one. And now suddenly when we moved, I just don't have one anymore. But he's like, I've never been jealous of anything before but the bullet. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So since we recorded that episode, I kid you not, mid-coitus with the bullet and I, it was like, bzzz. oh, it died, and on I you. couldn't find any batteries. <laughs> oh, so no. I did steal them from the clicker. The clicker to finish, I guess to just finish the stinking and then I thing. Put the batteries back in the clicker. 
It's like, sorry, batteries. Well, it's not like they're in the same area, but I mean, it's no, just no, like. No, no, Because I knew, I'm like, well, I'm like, everyone's everyone's going to want to watch TV tomorrow and they're going to be like, where are the batteries? I'm like, nothing. Oh, no hold matter. on a second. Right? They're in mommy's special back massager. So. Oh, God. I know. In fact, well, now it's just a topic of discussion because, you know, whenever I relinquish any private information on the show, mm-hmm. you know, Daryl listens to it and he's like. So how come you never I didn't tell know. me that? And I'm like, what? Right? I, I didn't I didn't know I had to tell you. I didn't realize it was something we had to have a discussion about. Well, now you know. Now you know. I mean, it's the same thing with guys, you know, yes. rubbing one out in the shower. Like I said, you know. It's, it's the same it's, thing. It's, yes. It's our soap. Everybody get up. Hey, Hugs, producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. So I have been so excited all week about this show because as we've proven over our last, you know, several episodes. Many. (laughs) Probably since the beginning. We are not um, terribly smart when it comes to geography or historical events or things of that nature. And so I didn't really know the extent of how bad it was until you and I could not identify the proper location for Cambodia. I was thinking it was in Africa somewhere, possibly South America. You were close. You said Vietnam. I was closer. It was a neighbor of Vietnam. Right. But I couldn't tell you what continent it was on. Well, Asia, I suppose. Yes. It has to be. No, it is. So (laughs) we decided we wanted to test our knowledge. We wanted to know if we were smarter than a fifth grader. And so we found a quiz online, which we'll post on our Facebook page um, probably later in the week. So you can take it yourself. Um, The quiz itself has 12 questions. And so we're only going to do the last five together. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to... I guess this will just give you a window into how our minds work when it comes to geography. <laughs> and, um, and you know what? Maybe we're not as bad as we think we are. So okay. it will rate you. It'll rate us at the end and tell us what our grade level is. So I'm on number nine. Are you on yes, number nine? Yes, we're on number nine. Okay, so number nine is, which is not one of the seven continents? South America, Australia, North America, Central America, Antarctica. I know the answer. Do you know the I know the answer, too. What is it? Central America. That's Yes, that's what I was going to okay. put. <laughs> okay, yes. Go ahead, number ten. Okay. The longest river in the U.S. is the Rio Grande, the Mississippi River, the Missouri River, Minnesota River, Ohio River, Ohio River. Okay. Do you not know? I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Do you know? I think I do. Well, I've not heard of the last three rivers, so I'm torn between the Rio Grande and the Mississippi. I mean, I've heard of Missouri, Minnesota, and Ohio. I just didn't know they had rivers. I mean, they like do, but major not, rivers. I don't, like major rivers. Mm-hmm. They're probably major, but I don't think they're the longest in the country now. So... The Rio, is that the the Rio Grande? That's in the U.S., right? Yeah. Is that like New Mexico? Yeah. It it spans many states. Well, I personally am going to go with Mississippi. Okay. What'd you go with? Rio Grande. Oh, okay. Number 11. Which is not one of the oceans? Arctic, Pacific, Atlantic, Antarctic, or Indian? Okay. Okay. I, well, would you, I, okay, I'm. 
<laughs> I don't think there's an Arctic Ocean. I selected Antarctic Ocean as the one that's not an ocean. You don't think there's an Antarctic Ocean? I don't think there's an Antarctic Ocean. No. So you think the ocean surrounding Antarctica is the Arctic? I you don't make me answer I'm what just, the ocean I'm is surrounding it. I'm just saying I don't think Antarctic is the is an ocean. No. I'm just trying to see how you came to your thought process. Okay, okay. You're just cheating. You're just taking my answers and you're selecting put your Arctic. own to I be Arctic. smarter. I put Arctic. All okay. right. All right. Number 12. The ancient city of Troy is located in what present day country? Greece, Israel, Jordan, Lebanon, or Turkey? Okay. I thought Troy was a fictional city. <laughs> I thought it was okay. in that movie with the wooden horse. The Trojan All right. War. Or was the guy's oh. name Troy? I can't remember. <laughs> no, it's the Hel- Helen of Troy. <laughs> Helen was from Troy. Oh, okay. Well, so it is a city. Or was. Yes. Was. It's a real city. How come? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Did you answer it? Well, no. Okay. What'd you put? I'm. I, well, here's the thing. This test doesn't tell us what the answers are, what we got right or wrong. That's what's kind of annoying to me. Well, what did you, I mean, how did, what answer did you pick? I put Greece. Do you know that's correct or do you just think it is? I think it is. Okay, see, I was going to go with like Jordan because that just sounds. Well, do whatever you want. Well, that just sounds. Do whatever you want. Well, if it sounds good. Well, then I'm do just it. thinking a city named Troy, it would make yeah. sense that they would name it, like rename it another name, like a person's like, name, like Jordan. <laughs> oh, doesn't does, put that. Doesn't that make sense? No, it doesn't. But go ahead and put that because I'm already looking at my results and I am mortified. <laughs> I am mortified. I'm even. But did you, did you do it? I did. Did you do it? Okay. <laughs> so the question is, are you smarter than a fifth grader in geography? You got 33% correct. You are a first grader. <laughs> You didn't do too well. Maybe you should look at the globe and study a few maps and then try again. But admit it, you're not smarter than a fifth grader. Well, I already, I didn't anticipate I would be at a fifth grade level, but my son is in second grade. Yeah. Did he he ace this? I'm going to give it to him, actually. I don't know. Yeah, make him take it. I don't think he's going to know this stuff. Do you want to know my results or not? I mean, hopefully you were worse than first grade. No. I uh, got 42% correct. You are a second grader. (laughs) You're getting there, but not even close to what it takes. A little more work, and you could probably get more than half right. So go on, admit it. You are not smarter than a fifth grader. Which ones do you think you got wrong, I wonder? Well, Well, I I mean, let's not forget that this was a 12-question quiz, and we only took the last, like, five. We did. Okay, well, some of the other ones, like, let's just throw out there. The prime meridian goes through which country? I put... Uh, Well, see, here's the thing. I want to know... What the answers are because it doesn't give you the answers. It just okay. Well, what did you what it says? What is the capital of Cuba? What did you put? The capital of Cuba? There's no that was number six. I'm going back on the quiz. The ones we didn't. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I just want to know what the answers are. The prime meridian goes through which country? I put Canada. I put, I put, (laughs) okay. I put Argentina, and but I don't think the prime meridian is the. I thought that was it's not the equator. Well, I thought that was the other name for the equator was the prime meridian. <sighs> We're so dumb. Hold on. Okay. You look up prime meridian. Okay. Well, what did you put as the capital of Cuba? 
Havana. Okay, that's correct. I put Santo Domingo. Oh. Which one is not? Uh, the Prime Meridian. I'm looking. Hold on. I'm looking. Oh, my God. This is so dumb. It goes through Africa? It goes right through the center. Images for the Prime Meridian. Oh, so it's like the... Um, it goes... It's not... It's the it's, equator is the one that goes around the Earth and, like, horizontal. The Prime Meridian and goes, the mer- like, And the Prime Meridian down. goes a top to bottom. Vertical. Vertical. So it would be... I don't know well, any I guess of these. that's... Af- well, that continent is Africa. That, so. But that's... A, wow. We're so dumb. Oh, you know... Oh, no, it's not Russia. Maybe it's no, Spain. No. Yeah, Perhaps. it goes through Spain. Okay. The rain well, there you have Spain it. stays mainly in the place. Well, who would know that anyway? I mean, that's a well, stupid question. People, people, not us. That's who. That's who does. That's who knows, not us. What is the capital of Nevada? What did you oh, put? Oh, um, I put um, Henderson. <laughs> it's Carson City. Oh, it is Carson City? Yes, and I did get that one correct. Well, and, and yet somehow I got a 42% and you Shut got... Shut your flapping lips. Okay, well, what about this <laughs> you rock. brain buster? <laughs> Ad- this one, I'm like, I couldn't even pronounce this. Adidas Ababa is the capital of which African country? I know. I saw that too. Why would a fifth grader need to know that? I don't even think a fifth grader could say that. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Uh what is the longest river in the United States? Are you asking me? <laughs> yes. I put my answer, but I don't know. I said the Mississippi, I think. It, uh, um, Mississippi. Missouri River. Oh, my God. Oh, we were wrong. Wait, wait, wait. That can't the... be right. <laughs> it can't? Well, I mean, I, well. There's just no way. Honestly, that anything is possible. Number so... one, the Missouri River is number one. Is the number one. And Adidas Ababa, Ababa, or... Ab- Rio Grande is number four. We are terrible. That is we are Ethiopia. awful at this. Ethiopia. Where the dirty toilet water is. <laughs> I thought that was just where all the skinny people were. <laughs> where they have flies on their eyes. That's what that um, 80s song was about. Like, um... Do Flies on their eyes. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Feed the world. I thought that was USA for Africa. Remember? Ethiopia is in Africa. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm reading it right now. <laughs> okay. No, okay. I'm not sure about the feed the world part. I think it was just USA for Africa. It was just a generalization. So well, that's <laughs> a big country. Start. Well, it is. Yes. At least we know that much, right? Right. All right. We don't know. Well, we, is... we need to take a class or we need to do a little more work on our geography because – and by the way, I you posted that we were recording tonight and you said that we were geologically challenged. Is that wrong? Well, yes. Geologically, I think we're talking – that's like dirt and rocks. Geographic is maps. Hold on. No, that's <laughs> – ge- no, geology – Geologically challenged is what you put. So geology oh, is the right. study of rocks okay. and dirt. No wait, geography. Yes. Geolo- geography is, is the study is of geological lands and maps. anything. Geological. Geological. Is that a word? <laughs> Gynecological. No, I. We have to stop talking about this. I'm just sounding dumber by the minute. This is not okay. Well, that's true. We're sad little women, aren't we? You know, what? Right, we're gonna so- do another test. That's really gonna like. If it had been a sex test, we would have been 100%. Well, we would have been completely exactly. genius. And really, at our age, are people <laughs> going to be more impressed with our ability to name countries and cities or 
how to or our sex. pleasure a male and orgasm. I think well, that not. Is true. So I know I'm I'm okay. Okay. So speaking of sex and sexy. Yes, exactly. You and I were having a debate about uh, some of the well, actually, the way actually this whole subject matter came up is I started chatting with you because I've decided that I completely can't stand Ina Garden anymore. Oh God, the Barefoot Contessa. The Barefoot Contessa. You know what? I was to start with, whoever had the word foot or barefoot in their show title, a food show title. I know. Like that's just. I mean, it might as well be like I don't know the squatting Booger. toilet brownie i don't know just it's disgusting (laughs) i know know. so i was watching it and i started chatting with you saying you know um ina garden really makes me mad like i'm hostile when i watch her now it makes me angry and i don't know why i don't like the fact that she seems to be the epitome of indulgence i mean there is nothing about her she doesn't she doesn't uh allow herself she allows herself everything she doesn't have any kind of restrictions when it comes to her life and i'm sitting there going Look at you. You make me sick. <laughs> I am mad at you. And and I don't and I don't like you at all. And the thing being realistic, the woman is really bright. She has a degree in like science or something. She's like a scientist. She worked for the government for many years and then really? she Yeah, she's a really bright lady. And so, you know, personally, I'm sure if I met her, I probably wouldn't like her anyway because, you know, she just looks like this she's too indulgent. On herself. Well, I didn't like her because she denied a Make a Wish kid, and so yeah, that was a few years I ago. Thought that and was I agree. Effed up. I think that when I look at her, she surrounds herself with people who think she is the shit constantly, and and I don't. And every time someone gives her some kind of criticism, she turns into a complete cunt, and I don't like that. I think that's like she's so black and white. She's so harsh that she's either completely socially retarded. Or she's like a hermit, like can't handle the real world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I resent it. And I don't like her yeah. and her stupid big black shirts that are like, that could fit on my bed. It makes me mad. Well, I think there's plenty of other. Angry! <laughs> there's, there's, well, so the positive to this is there are plenty <laughs> of other Food Network shows that you could be watching where yes. the people are not as visibly upsetting and in fact quite the opposite they're quite attractive and so you know she's that just always moaning like Ooh, oh how good is that i've never oh, watched her i've never watched her i was not like i said i was completely turned off by the name because it has barefoot in it and i just think that's gross and because i was looked at her picture and then it's all the barefoot contestant i'm like i don't want to see her doing anything barefoot I know, right? And then her husband goes to New York like all the time and he only comes home on the weekends and she prepares all these food for these overly privileged white people in the Hamptons. And I'm thinking no one lives like that. Not even people in the Hamptons, okay? It just bugs my life. It's like so unrelatable. Makes me angry. Well. But yes, there are good looking chefs on the Cooking Network and on Food Network. I prefer the Cooking Channel personally now. I The Food Network is kind of boring to me. Really? But I'm yeah. like a Food Network diehard person. Well, I like the Cooking Channel a little bit better. It's a little more um, indie-ish. Like, not Indian. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it's indie, more like... It's geological than... It's like really geological. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's more... It has this more indie, like a little more of a edgy kind of feeling to it the way they produce those shows are a little bit different so i got what you're saying 
So I prefer Food Network, and some yes. of my favorite shows are like Chopped, Iron Chef. I love Chopped. But it's I do mostly like because I just find the gentleman on there to be so attractive, particularly the on judges. Chopped. And so yes. I, you know I have a thing for um, Chef Scott Conant. He um, yes. lives in New York. He's got, um, I think, a couple of rest- chain restaurants. Not chain, but they're his restaurants. I think it's called Scarpetta. So he's just so cute to me. He's, he's um, so on Chopped, he's, there's usually like three judges and two of them are like, you know, the good cop. And then there's like the one bad cop judge. And so he's usually like yeah. the bad cop judge. He's the one oh, that yeah. will criticize or just say, you know, not doesn't taste good to me or what were you thinking or whatever it is. And he's kind of a dick, <laughs> which is probably why I absolutely love him. Yeah, he's a total asshole. I'm just oh, like, God, I'm you. just like, you dress so well. You're so cocky and you're such an asshole. Like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> he's the one. He's the one that always goes, this is probably the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, that's the kind of, he goes, I like literally am offended by this taste right <laughs> he now. He does say things like he that. He says stuff like that all the time. And he gets so He's mad so when people try and make pasta because like oh, yeah. it has to be perfect. And so like he gets offended. Like if you're going to dare make pasta for me, then it better, it better be, be perfect, freaking flawless. Right? And right? I've only seen one person successfully make pasta to his standards. So we started talking about, you're like, yeah, I know you've got a thing for him. You're like, I just kind of like a different kind of person. And so I'm just like, okay. So we agreed we would both pick our top five sexiest chefs because chefs are sexy. Yes. And um, we actually did not have any overlaps. Like we both, which is kind of bizarre because I think this is the first time where we've not overlapped in some fashion. I know. And they're very, very different. Okay, well, number five, well, my number five is Jamie Oliver. Oh, God, I can't stand him. I think he's, well, first of all, he's very passionate. He does have a little bit of a lip issue. Just, he's got a thick lip, and he kind of has a lisp, so his tongue is coming out right. a lot. Right, he's kind of spitty, and he just talks weird. Like he his, is spitty. Like his tongue is too swollen, and he's not manly, you know, he's... Well, he's... His hands he's look kind of pudgy and sweaty. He's not from this land. He's from England, so that could be part of it. But he, um, I like him because he, he is hippy dippy, but he's a little, he's kind of like, he's just kind of a little bit of a, he's kind of messy, but he's very passionate. He's very earthy, but he also is really into um, non-processed foods and he can make anything look delicious. I gotcha. And I've tried some of his stuff. Now he does make stuff like he does a lot with like eggs like sunny side up eggs he puts it on top of stuff and i can't do that you know, a I lot of like, do it. they do those with those i don't little, like it those little quail eggs or, oh god yeah. it makes me gross it's just gross I, I would never eat a raw quail i egg. do struggle with like raw yolk i like po- i don't I like, like it. poached eggs but i don't it's a little that's a little too snotty for me i don't like that but jamie oliver is my number five so my number five is um He's actually older. His name's Jeffrey Zakarian. He is one of the Iron Chefs. He's the gray-haired one that kind of has like the hipster glasses. Yes! I really like him. He is a judge on Chopped, but he also is one of the Iron Chefs now. And he's just very, I don't know, sophisticated and buttoned up. And, you know, he just has a very meticulous look about him. And um, he's just a very handsome gentleman, and I really like his. He's a little taste. gray, right? He's a little he's gray? completely white. Yeah, like well, not white, okay. but gray. Yeah, completely yeah. gray. And I always thought he was a little fruity. No, actually, his wife's gorgeous, of course. Well, of course, so, of course. But I'm just saying. But you know, they're artistic. They're not. Well, like yeah, I said he's guys just, like him are artistic. He's very 
um, buttoned up and impeccable and sophisticated. And I just, you know, I, I dig his style. So I think he's a very handsome and very sexy man. See him let loose. <laughs> yeah. But he goes nuts. Unbutton the top button. Unbutton that button. Um, okay. My number four, Chef, is a very unusual choice, but not for me, but it would be for you, is Mr. Andrew Zimmer. Okay. So when I first saw that in there, I'm like, is that that guy from Florida? The one that... No, no, not George Zimmerman. Oh, oh for God's right, okay. sake. No, Andrew Zimmer. And he is... <laughs> Ew, I'm looking at his picture. What are you... What are you thinking? No. I'll, I'll tell you what. He eats anything. He will literally <laughs> put anything in his mouth. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> now, listen. I know. I, I know. And, I, and I'm saying what I'm saying. He is extremely <laughs> adventurous. He travels all over the world Sorry. and he enjoys very gamey food. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of him holding up a skinned calf. Raw. He, he, well, the reason I like him is because he, nothing, nothing scares him. He will eat anything and try it and, oh and try to. God. But he also is really good at describing what he's eating. And so to me, I'm like, this guy... First of all, he's a really great chef. He could cook anything. And he was he was in San Francisco not too long ago. What are you showing me? What I just is this? Sent you an image of him holding some sort of root or something. But are we sure it's a shaped root? like a penis? <gasps> that's not a root. That's a clam. You fool! Yeah, that is a clam. Why is it like that? That's what they look like when you dig them out of the ground. That clam has a penis coming yes, out of it. That's, that's their neck. Yes, and you cut the neck off, and they eat the neck, and it's a little bit tougher. I've seen him eat this. I've seen him cut it up and eat it raw, right out of the sand. I thought that was a That's root, what I'm like a tree branch no, or something. It no, it was. it's a clam, everyone. You know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, so, everyone else but me, obviously. Yeah. Don't mind the but, little dumb one. She doesn't know, but everybody don't else. Don't mind our first grader. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't teach so, you about this until usually like sixth grade, the clams. Right. Uh, that is true. And your parents have to sign a slip to a make waiver. sure that you're allowed to learn how to, to learn about them. Or you them. have to go sit in the library. But anyways, go ahead. He uh, hosts a show called Bizarre Foods. He goes all over the world and he tries all kinds of different uh, delicacies that we would find grotesque. But he tastes them. And I actually saw a show um, where he went to like West Virginia oh, and God. he watched them make Scrapple. And Scrapple is disgusting, by the way. But he ate it. And he thought it was very tasty. God, does he ever does he ever throw up? There was a time he went to Alaska and there's a, a Native American tribe there and they have this processed uh, not processed but they have this really this fish thing that they do where they take f the, this certain kind of fish, they bury it and they allow it to kind of uh, decompose and spoil but they put it in the in the sand yeah. really deep. Oh, and so, so it's kind of like they're pro they're pr uh, preserving it in a way. Well, cuz it's really and salty. Right. Pull it out and they eat it. They cook it and eat it. And he said that it was – he goes, I will never, ever eat that again. That is Gross. literally one of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. And and the the old Native Americans, like in their 70s and 80s, they were eating it like it was candy. But he's like, no, absolutely not. That is it was so gross. gross. But I absolutely love how incredibly adventurous he is and he's not afraid of anything. And I just find that well, more power to him because, I mean, I, yes. I've just looked at his pictures and I can pretty much guarantee like 90% of those things I wouldn't put in my mouth. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate a man who will eat anything. Well, there you go. 
Um, so my number four is he's kind of like the poster boy for cooking because he's so handsome is Curtis Stone. I don't know who that is. You're going to have to look him up. I will. I will. I'll look him up now while you're telling me. Curtis Stone. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, I know who this is. He is literally like, he looks like he's an Iowa farm boy, you know. He's got the, he's got the faux hawk. Not all of the pictures, but. Um, okay. A lot. Well, he's very attractive though. And, um. He's got a very gummy, teethy smile. I think he's English actually. So that would. Oh, okay. Make a lot of sense. But, um. He, I just, I liked him on Celebrity Apprentice, and then I had seen him do some other shows, and so I just thought he was super cute. He's he's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, cute guy, but... He's very good-looking, and he's tall, too. He's, like, a big guy. Yeah, he's, well, yeah, he's a big boy, so... Oh, his his girlfriend is Lindsay Price. They're actually married now. Okay. And she was, wasn't she on Beverly Hills 90210? Uh, oh, like, Maybe. the... The old one at the end, the college years. Oh yeah, yeah. I think she was. I think she, she worked at the she worked at the newspaper with um, Brandon or Brandon Brandon Brandon. Yes. Okay, so my number three is a very well known chef is Bobby Flay. Yes. Now he is a ginger, and that does go against him a bit. But he's not like an orange redhead. He's he's got a deeper yes. auburn brownish redhead. Maybe more Scottish than Irish. Maybe. Bobby Flay, I think that's Irish, but anyway, he has got, he's a, a rebel bad boy attitude. He's mouthy. I love him. And he's, he's really, I think he, it's his swagger. It's his swagger. And he can cook really, really good. He makes amazing food. No, he does. And actually our other sister, yes. Stephanie, is a big Bobby Flay fan. And yes. And so- I, I mean, he's just, I think it's, his, it's his attitude that makes him sexy to me. And, and, you know, that goes a long way with me. And you know who he's married yeah. to? I do the um the blonde district attorney on Law and Order SVU SVU Alexander yes, Cabot, which I there think was a, Stephanie March but yeah, Stephanie March and there was a little uh, blip um, a few years ago that he had it, um, hooked up with January Jones no way before or after no they were married there was a little bit of a, a rumor oh. that she was seen um, somehow they they were caught inadvertently together at one point in LA and he's from New York and but it came as it came and went as fast as anything I've never seen anything uh rumor wise come and go so quickly. well he must have a good PR person then that's what I'm thinking I think somebody took care of that immediately yeah so. that one in the bud okay so my number three is another bad boy of cooking I guess you can say Chris Santos he well, he's mostly, I think, on Chopped as one of the judges. Um, he's got, oh, he's like, a baldy. He's got a shaved head, and he's his arms, like his sleeves, are all covered in tattoos. Tattoos, um, yes. And he's pretty gruff and rough, and he's another one of like the tougher judges. But yes. I just absolutely adore him because he's a cutie, and he's really like not soft spoken, but he talks really low, and I just think yes. it's so hot. And his um, voice. in fact, I've. Tweet, I tweet at him, not all the time, but every now and then. He's replied to me twice, so I just think stalker. that's like super. I'm not a stalker. <laughs> I know. But I, know. Um, I just think he's so cool. and so He is cool. I dig him. Um, he's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Okay, well, my number two chef, I, you know what? If I could do a tide for first place, this would be the guy is Anthony Bourdain. He is the man. This dude is badass. He drinks. He swears. He is not. He is 
not afraid of anything and he knows how to cook and he is so sexy he, i can't even stand it his teeth are so bad like what? i'm looking at him right now seriously he kind of looks like what i think adam carolla will look like when he gets old <laughs> is he english no well then no. that's unacceptable i don't know why his teeth are he's like a that. chef he's not he was never meant to be on anything to each his own yeah, so shut up about it. All right. Well, then my number two, Spike Mendelson. I know who that is. I don't know why. He almost has like a baby face to me, but he, but he's still kind of like a badass. So I just think he's very cute and I kind of, I just dig him. So. Um, I think he's ugly. Really? I do. I think he's kind of a dorky. I don't know. I mean, when he has facial hair, he's good. But I, I don't I, like Yeah, you know, of, I couldn't imagine him clean shaven. He's got a, he always wears those stupid derby hats. I know. And he's got a really high forehead. And I just can't deal with it. I know Anthony Bourdain has a high forehead too. But I'm uh, just not, he just looks dirty and smelly. Like he always needs a shower. Well, I mean, I don't, well, you know how I feel about it. A dirty yeah. white boy. That's just kind of my thing. But um, <laughs> no, yes. I just I think he's he's cute. And he, I just like I said, I think he's kind of got a baby face and I am a sucker. Yeah, for. Yeah, he kind of does. I'm he kind of does. always a sucker for a baby face. All right. Well, my number one chef of all time, and I can't imagine anyone dethroning this number one dun, 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 dun. is the Mr. Tyler Florence. He is so everything. He is, first of all. There's nothing sexier than a man who loves his wife and family. He's a huge fan of his wife's. Um, he's local. He, he His restaurants are all in the Bay Area. Napa, Bay Area. He's got two or three. Oh, like, um, doesn't he have, like, one in a, uh, Sausalito or? He has one in Yountville, which is, which is um, like north Napa of country, Napa. Yeah. Yes. He, I think it's two, actually, in that area. He's got two in the, in the city. But he is adorable i mean look at him he takes his kids and his family to stinson beach they just i mean he's just i think because he's a family man and he can cook and he's adorable you know yeah and he's a good cook and i like and i like the way he's real confident and i think i like that too so. yeah there is something my number one well that you know that that's a good pick he's really cute okay so yeah what's your number one? Oh well I think we already established that. But yes, Scott Mr. Conant Scott. is number one for me right now. Um, and I mean, yeah, I it's not like I would wa- waver from that or vary from that. But it's just like, OK, so here's the funny thing. He had what? been a judge on Chopped for a long time, but mm-hmm. he talked. they talked about him being a restaurant owner and all this stuff. But I didn't get the sense that he actually cooked because they all probably cooked at once upon a time, but eventually they wind up yeah, they owning becomes, a bunch, they become, more right. business and, you know, the face of whatever show they're doing. And so they did this um, champion challenge where they actually had some of the judges compete. And so they had him compete, and I was just like, oh, well, this will be interesting. Let's see if this boy can actually cook. He sweeped the whole thing. He oh. he won, and, like, it, it, it was like a – pretty much a landslide there was no disputing the food that he made (laughs) and so I was just like wow and he's a you know he's a taller guy I think a bigger guy um but I just I do think there's something so crazy sexy about confidence and um he's kind of funny because he always wears like a button-up with a blazer but the button-up is like 
you know, the top five buttons are totally undone. And he's like, <laughs> he's only missing like a gold medallion. But oh God, he's he's one step away from uh, New Jersey. Oh, you know, I think he's a New Yorker and Italian. And that's just, you know, you know they what? do what they want. That is totally OK by me. And the fact that he can cook and doesn't, you know, obviously, like you said, you didn't even know he did. And then he goes in and he kicks ass. Totally. Like, that's pretty sexy. You know what's really cool about chefs, too, the, the chefs that we are aware of anyway, because there's a million, I mean, there's tons of amazing chefs, pastry chefs, you know, all over the country and the world, but the ones that we're aware of at this point, they are, um, they're really confident and they're sexy because they're good at their job and what whatever the qualities we, we see in them we think is sexy is that they are so nerdy. Even so, Probably. they're nerds because they're so passionate about what they do. You get into this like this world where you're so focused on your craft yeah. that you become dorky. Yeah, that yeah, I know they they get super excited about but food. But that's how and they that, that's why they're so good. That's well, why they're so good. So I was watching one of the like competitive cooking shows the other day and like a couple of them some of them are like so cocky it's annoying. And um these two oh, people yeah. like they were shit talking to each other and I'm like, "Okay, let's Let's be real here. You guys are on. A I'm gonna co- get my spatula. I'm like, you guys are on a cooking show. You know, like I'm gonna you- grade more nutmeg than you can even handle. Buster. I'm like, it's like you know, two people in the mathletes, you know, threatening each other. It's just like all, like all long division all over your ass, or you know, like whatever they're gonna say. It's just it's dumb to watch. And so, but the ones that we've identified, I don't think even Bobby Flay. Like, he is a little bit of, or or Chris Santos, I mean, the bad boys, they mm-hmm. don't, like, say anything. They're kind of like one of those, like, they do the backhanded, you know, comments. Yes. And and it's, but I think yes. it's because they're good. And they know they're oh, yeah. good. I mean, Bobby Flay's an Iron Chef, and he usually wins, so. He's amazing. He he is great. Yeah, so, but yes, they can be a little bit uh, geeky, I guess, but. That's okay. I, I love nerds. I wouldn't kick them out of my house if they wanted to make me dinner. So never. But you know what, though? Anybody who's really good at what they do tends to be, when they're talking about it, nerdy. I mean, I know my own husband, who is a phenom in the media world, he gets incredibly nerdy when he's really into his job. When he's really getting into his work, it's like I can't even understand what he's saying that anymore. D- it's like a foreign language. Well, and you it know. It is. I like, so I'll say this. I think I like chefs better than I like musicians because. Ugh, musicians are diseasey. I just, stop thinking about like the. Well, what are you talking the about? The crack heroin lined, you know, wrinkled face rockers. No, I mean. Well, what other kind are there? Just like, I don't know. What's the. What? Orchestra? No. <laughs> Shut up. Like Violinists, John Mayer obob- or. Bruno Mars. I don't actually that guy. Oh my god, he's really ugly. By the way, he's icky. Like no, he sings amazing. But I saw a video of him, and I'm yeah. like, no wonder he's always dressed up or in disguises, or you know, in his <laughs> videos. They're just like, okay, we need to we need to hide this Bruno. one. So Bruno, Bruno, you know what would be great, Bruno, Bruno? If you came out with sunglasses and a giant afro wig, and we'll fashion it like it's a '60s, you know, Soul Train show. Or how about this? <laughs> monkey masks <laughs> right everybody will wear monkey masks and they won't know who you are we're, we're gonna make a statement everyone's gonna wear brown bags on their head it's just gonna show we're all even we're all equal we're god's children it doesn't matter what we look like yeah except except you will wear this one specifically right. Co- completely would you please just put this on <clears throat> but no i just think musicians i just don't get them you know i just can't well, they're 
I can't relate. I'm not, you know, wowed by it. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not saying they're not decent people and I wouldn't date one. But I mean, like, a diehard musician. Like, he'd have to have a real profession. And I know I say that. Yeah. But I mean, like, if I just like, so what do you do? Like, oh, you know, I, I'm a musician. I'd be like, hmm, bye. So, <laughs> you so know. You live, with your, you live with your mother. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. You're just wait, waiting to make it. You write songs and, you know. Well, listen, I um, I live in a household full of uh, young, aspiring artists of all variety. And I can tell you this. I tell them all the time. I am fine with you pursuing your artistic endeavors. I think that the world needs art and it needs artists. It needs musicians, painters, photographers, whatever it is that you need to do, do it. Mm -hmm. But learn how to be a plumber right. or get, an electrician or something. While you're at it or, yeah, you know. just, just go and get your certificate so that you can install solar paneling. So on the weekends when you're making your, right. you know, you're, you're fulfilling your needs for art on Monday, you can pay the rent. That's right. all I'm saying. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I think we've beaten this horse to a pulp or whatever that saying is. Uh. Uh, before we conclude, Jamie, is there anything that you'd like to share with the class? Yes, I would, uh, first grader. What I would like <laughs> to say is this. Um, all right. No, really. We'd, we're obviously coming to the end of our show, but we would like to let you know that we want to give our uh, appreciation to those listeners who have been supporting us through the ugly mall we are getting support and we really appreciate it through our amazon page and our itunes pay uh, our itunes link however check in regularly because we are actually adding more stores mm -hmm. this week yes. and there will be a couple other flagship stores for you to uh frequent and we think you'll be very excited about it we are nailing down some details and so yes. next episode um we'll have more specific information um and we'll probably talk about it on our facebook but if you want the most current cutting edge information on our ugly mall and the stores that we've added just keep visiting our website um which is uglytruth.com yes. And then click on the Ugly Mall link, and um, you can just kind of peruse and see what other yeah. little fun things we're adding every week. Yeah, and it's, you know, it is a work in progress, and we appreciate you frequenting the site anyway, because, um, like I said, we are seeing some financial results trying to keep us in the lifestyle that we are accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> so that trip, trip to the dollar store is going to be quite exciting. Yes. So Won't it? it's awesome. In all sincerity, we do appreciate all the support because it, it was quite exciting. We, we really were very pleased. So we thank you very much. We're thrilled that people yeah, are using it. And mostly we were thrilled because we didn't know how it worked. And so now we do. <laughs> so. Yeah, now we know. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Now we know the test has worked. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So we appreciate that. We also appreciate our producer, Deb, and our webmaster, Josh. And we do want to thank our athletic supporter listeners. Um, unless there's anything else to add, I thought it would be fun this week in the spirit of uh, chefs and food and things that are sexy and funny um, that we'd leave you with this little clip that I'm sure everyone can appreciate. So until the <laughs> next time, bye. Bye. Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullen. And I'm Terry Rialto, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Delicious Dish on National Public Radio. Please welcome the owner of Seasons Eatings, Pete Schwetty. <laughs> welcome. How are welcome, you? Pete. We like the name of your store. Hi, right, thanks for having me. Now, did I pronounce your name uh, correctly? 
You sure did. Pete Schwetty. Well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. Tell us about them. Well, there are lots of great treats this time of year. Zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. Pete. Well, over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. Popcorn balls, mm. cheese balls, rum balls, you name mm. it. Wow. My mouth's watering just thinking about those balls. It's been years since I've seen any balls. Would you like to see my balls now? Yeah. yeah. Whip them out. Whip them, baby. have some beautiful balls. They're bigger than I expected. I know a lot of people tell me that. Look at that, Terry, the way they glisten. That's because I make sure that each one of my balls gets plenty of oil. I can't help but notice, Pete, your balls are a little misshapen. That's because I rested them on a hot stove for too long. Can I touch your balls? Go ahead, but be careful. They're very delicate. Wow. I can't wait to get my mouth around this ball. Ooh, I like the way your balls smell. Do whatever you want to them, ladies. My balls are here for your pleasure. Well, Pete, I have to say your balls are so tender. Well, there's no beating my balls. They're made from a secret sweaty family recipe. No one can resist my sweaty balls. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the ride. If you don't already, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or right from our website at UglyTruth.com. That way you'll never miss an episode. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week. <laughs>